welcome everyone for joining us in this new uh, Tech Captains podcast. So as usual, I have with me uh, Gareth. Hi everybody. Today we are Hi. we are glad to welcome Michael Nagel from uh, Germany. Um, so thank you, Michael, for joining us today. Yes. Hello, uh, Ron. Hello, Gareth. Hello, everyone. Uh, happy to be here. Hi. How did you find uh, studying and uh, working at the same time during your degree? That must have been quite intense. Uh, as as you uh, noticed, uh, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't uh, overdo it. So uh, I, of course I scaled uh, back a little bit with the studies. Uh, took longer, and then it was. Um, I think it was two days, so 16 hours uh, a week of um, working and uh, uh, three days uh, of studies. Uh, and uh, it was an okay pace to, to, to go it. And uh, I, I can recommend to, to do it. I don't know how, how easily possible it's nowadays with the bachelor's and master's programs, but with a diploma, there were no hard time limits. And uh, I, I would recommend it to to uh, work in in the industry, get a feeling uh, uh, of how how it will be if you don't go for academia but uh, go for a job in the industry. Uh, you can get a, a good impression and maybe uh, adjust. For for me, I, yeah, I I I didn't join the company where where I did my. Uh, Werkstudent, it's in Germany, working student uh, job. Uh, they they couldn't convince me to to stay there, uh, so I, I did a little adjustment uh, there from from my findings. Um, but I think it's possible for others to uh, adjust uh, even uh, more or uh, yeah, uh, change change something about uh, the, the, their uh, career plans. As, but uh, for, for me, it, it was a, a quite straight, uh, straight line, and uh, I would recommend it for others to, to do it that way as well. That, that, that's interesting. But like it, be, before I go, I go a bit deeper into the, the tech side and, and everything, can you maybe just in two, three sentences explain what Jensi Bachmann does? Like the website say, measurement technology for demanding applications and environments. That, um, that is true uh, what it says and uh, for uh, one of our prime products uh, is an elemental analyzer uh, for um, ash in, in coal so there is uh, mines and uh, power plant uh, operators that uh, run through a lot of coal uh, every day and they are interested in in the ash content uh, of, of the coal that uh, in the end also gives you an answer to how, how much energy is is there in the in the coal if you burn it what is the quality of the coal and uh, we have a lot of x-ray based uh, devices at uh, JNC Bachmann and you can do what the doctors do uh, where you uh, do x-ray uh, transmission to, to get a visual image of uh, the, the thing you are um, uh, you're, you're, you're shining the X-ray through, uh, and then there is another measurement principle that is called uh, X-ray fluorescence (XRF), and that will give you uh, information about the chemical elements uh, in there. And uh, so we are looking for elements like iron uh, in in the coal, and uh, that indicates um, uh, very simplified the the ash co uh, content uh, of the coal. Um, 
you can measure many elements, uh, especially uh, metals are very easy to uh, identify that way. So in uh, copper mining is an important business uh, for, for us. Uh, we have these 24-7 um, online online in the measurement uh, or, or process engineering uh, uh, language. So meaning uh, ru running all, all the time, giving live systems, not the Google web uh, online uh, meaning. And uh, we, we have that system. And uh, then in, we have developed uh, uh, yeah, recently uh, a borehole probe that uh, uh, uses much of the same technology, which is very interesting in exploration, uh, but also in mining and especially blasting. That's really Gareth, I believe you also had some uh, some questions during your pre-research for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it was very interesting looking at your website. Um, so, do do all of your um, systems feed into process control systems? All of your products feed into process control systems? Um, like the like the older generation, which is the online uh, monitoring. Um, makes most or basically only makes sense if you feed it in a in a process control uh, system for uh, for for the new borehole uh, probe that you also can use in um, exploration this will not be automatically uh, run through a process control uh, system but uh, some geologist uh, will for example use it for resource modeling to decide uh, how to where uh, yeah, the, the size of the operation or the whole setup of of, of the mining uh, site. And are these um these are these SCADA systems that you feed into right? That's pretty typical, isn't it, in the industry? And so I have to ask you just because I think for a lot of people in tech that who haven't who aren't in your industry, the first we kind of heard of SCADA systems was when the Stuxnet um, attack happened a few years ago, right? On the um, reactor uh, the nuclear program in Iran. So I'm just wondering in the light of that, I mean, do you, and obviously I'm not asking you to explain what you do in detail, but I mean, do you take special measures now to secure your applications in the light of, of things like that? Mm, simple answer would be uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, um, it, it, it's uh, like, um, uh, security, uh, remote access, uh, always uh, is a question. Um, like, who who gets to to see the data? Uh, are we as a provider of of the um, of the uh, uh, devices? Uh, like, we can benefit from some of the data for uh, maintenance uh, reasons. Uh, are we allowed to to see the data? Is remote access possible? Uh, how 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 does that uh, work? Um, that that is always a, a discussion in 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 uh, yeah, during uh, yeah, when we set up uh, contracts and and, and projects. Um, but it, it wasn't like uh, Stuxnet happened, and after that everything changed. Like uh, this become a, became a whole new topic in in all uh, contracts, and we had to change product. And no, um, it's it's more uh, it's more um, 
of a general uh, topic that yeah. uh, that comes uh, up to well i think the thing with setup. stuxnet was it was an incredibly sophisticated attack so it, it took advantage of some very weak controls uh, on the on the user end of it but i mean it was amazingly sophisticated it's uh, it's a fascinating uh, story but uh, if i honestly compare it uh, to my my job it's it's not like um, my daily business but it still reads like a james bond uh, story to me like <laughs> that does. there are some yeah, uh, some um, uh, there are some effects on uh, on how seriously the, the topic is is uh, taken but it's not my daily business uh, for sure um I also like uh, jnc buckman is uh, is a a small uh, uh, company we are at uh, 25 uh, people uh, headcount uh, uh, a lot of them uh, in technical roles, which uh, splits into software engineering, hardware engineering, which uh, again is um, mechatronics, electronics, and then there is some physicists, uh, geologists. Um, so it's a it's a small team, and uh, we we figure out novel ways uh, to do the elemental uh, analysis and uh, help uh, the customers to integrate it in 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 their uh, workflows. And we are not a, a big corporation with a with a big security uh, department, um, but uh, it's it's one of the things uh, that uh, is on our, in our uh, on our list. And from, from, from the career you had, because obviously you started working quite early during your studies, and then you've had different roles like sysadmin, software engineer, uh, now, now you are CTO in a, in, a, in a small company. So what would you say are the, the biggest learning you've, you, you've learned during, during this, your career? One thing is the importance about uh, interdisciplinary uh, collaboration. So uh, I was a full-on uh, computer science programming uh, kind of, of person, but at least in, in the industry uh, uh, that I'm in, it's all about uh, figuring out how to combine it to something that is valuable to the to the customer and uh, as i said we we heavily uh, are involved in combining software mechatronics uh, mechanics uh, and uh, electrical uh, parts and then even application like this was um this was very strange for, for me in, in the beginning. There are some uh, words uh, that uh, have different meaning in different industries. So application for, for me from, from computer uh, science guy is this like Windows executable or uh, Android app. Um, but uh, in, in the mining industry, the application is like uh, measuring ash content or measuring um, uh, uh, copper content. So uh, yeah, the, we 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 have to integrate application uh, knowledge uh, also, and uh, this business couldn't be run by software people only. So that that is one of of the big learnings that that this collaboration, and and I would still say like these these people are all engineers. It's not not that uh, that difficult of an integra integration that it, it can it can go even more 
crazy with artists uh, or uh, people from from the health industry or something but i think there is great value in in figuring out w uh, ways how how these people can work together uh, to good results that is one of my big findings and then the other one is uh, like some pe uh, some problems have to be tackled on a technological um uh uh, way and uh, some are more about people and business and uh, I you can't say one one way is wrong and one way is right the nerds are always right or the MBAs are always right but you have to notice when you are fighting the wrong fight like if this is a problem uh, that has to be solved on the on the business side don't spend your energy on on bringing up a better technological solution it's that that is true most of the time sometimes you can have a breakthrough but that is rarely uh, the thing really needed and on on the other side some problems need a technical solution and you can talk and have contracts or discussions and whatever but this this you, you, it's a hard technical problem or, or a small one, but the technical solution needs to be there before uh, talking is required again. And you, you need to be aware of what, what you need to do in, in every situation and it will make it much easier to come to a good solution quickly. Makes sense. And I have a last question uh, for you. Uh, maybe guys, we have another one after, but could you please maybe tell us more about how the tech ecosystem in Germany, how do you find the, the tech ecosystem, like uh, the, the, the industry as a whole, because you're not in Berlin, we hear a lot about Berlin. So how is it in the rest of Germany? Uh, uh, that is an interesting uh, question. I'm, I'm not in, in Berlin, where a lot of the startup uh, tech uh, um, activity is uh, happening in Germany. I'm in the south of Germany, uh, in Baden-Württemberg, which is uh, known, for example, for Porsche, Mercedes, the established big... Um, yeah, automotive, uh, machine bow uh, companies. And um, here, um, uh, software engineers are um, uh, uh, in demand. Uh, so, so it's uh, difficult uh, for, for us uh, as JNC Buckman, as a small uh, company, to make uh, good hires. But it's also uh, difficult for for the uh, bigger uh, players uh, that uh, that uh, are present uh, around here, because there is uh, just such a such a high demand and uh, um, basically no unemployment in in the tech uh, sector here in in the southern part of uh, of, of, of Germany. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's not that much uh, hype uh, uh, around it. Um, but uh, there are some established big uh, uh, technology companies. And then there is a lot of uh, what we call uh, Mittelstand, which are these uh, German family-owned uh, companies that are uh, quite often uh, uh, market leaders uh, around the world in a very specific uh, topic. And 
typically family uh, uh, owned and run uh, and run by people that really care for that uh, one one topic and uh, jnc buckman is uh, a company like uh, that there are not that many other xrf um, measurement uh, companies that uh, cater for the mining uh, uh, industry uh, we are always looking for more market uh, success so if you are interested in having some uh, borehole probes uh, please uh, contact us um, but um, uh, there are a lot of uh, companies uh, 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 like that and uh, taken all together they they really make an uh, are, are an important uh, part of the uh, of the local uh, economy and and the tech business for sure the KIT as an university in uh, in in Karlsruhe or a joint venture of of the university and the research uh, institute um uh, I think it, uh, it it has a good standing, uh, uh, hopefully globally, but in Germany for sure. So uh, there, there are so, some really good things happening. So interesting. I, mean, I, I had two more questions, actually. So one, I mean, just leading on to what, what Ron was saying, and, and obviously talking about the tech startup scene in Berlin, but you're in a very different world, right? You're not you're not the sort of Facebook move fast and break things. I mean, you definitely don't want to break things. You're you're putting devices that have to work 24/7, 365. I'm so I'm curious what, and I'm, I'm guessing you've got a lot of. It was amazed at how many products you have. But how typically do you handle, you know, testing and updating these devices in the field? What, what, how do you do that? To ensure reliability, obviously. That's a, that's a, a major uh, question uh, for us uh, because reliability is very important to our customers, and uh, testing uh, is rather difficult uh, for us because uh, many of the system only really shine when they are integrated uh, into a full-size mining operation, which will be a small city, like uh, typically cities. Uh, uh, are built around mines. If you open a mine, uh, a city will uh, um, uh, will uh, be formed uh, around it. And even if we take only the most uh, important parts uh, for us, uh, it's it's uh, difficult uh, for us to recreate uh, the circumstances uh, locally. So uh, we, we uh, do a lot of uh, testing, which I would describe on the. Uh, um, on 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 the small or, or, or very localized test but the the integration tests uh, are some of it can only um, happen at the at the customer side because we that there is no mining in our office uh, not not even in germany uh, to to some extent you, you could say our customers are uh, really global we, we have many customers all over the world, South Africa, uh, South America, um, Australia, Canada, all the big mining countries. Uh, let's make an exception for China and uh, Russia uh, at, at this point. But customers are, are all over and we can only uh, bring our product so far uh, in our offices and labs in, in Karlsruhe. Uh, uh, and then making sure it it works. I we 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 have experience from from our existing customer base, um, so there there is that. But uh, then uh, commissioning is like we we don't release. Uh, 
10 times a day, like some, some web-based uh, software as a service uh, companies uh, do, but uh, this is running slower and needs to be more reliable. And the first thing it mustn't mechanically break, like uh, if, if some bulldozer driver is not so careful, like we can't protect against everything, but the, and the dangers are quite uh, different from what a software as a service company might be seeing. And I guess my fi- my final question then is, so so all of, of all the different devices, and I was reading them all, and they were just a, an extraordinary range of things that they do. What is your favorite device? My my favorite device is the Iberia Borehole Probe. Uh, it's our latest uh, product. Uh, so I, I'm an engineer myself. I, I like to work on on the new uh, challenging uh, thing. So so this is Iberia, and uh, uh, we got a funding uh, in the Horizon 2020 program, which is a uh, a program that the European Union, uh, Union has set up to uh, uh, grant uh, money to uh, for R and D. Uh, it's for for big research centers, but there is uh, a bucket that also goes to uh, small and medium-sized enterprises uh, like JNC Buckman. And uh, we originally applied there to. Uh, 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 shrink our uh, um, technology that we had for uh, for the on-belt uh, measurement, uh, to, uh, which is like fridge size or small car size, and shrink it in a, into a borehole probe. A borehole probe is uh, if you take your your if your arm was two meters long, then uh, that uh, diameter that <laughs> that is uh, where it has to fit in and. How big is the actual device then? So you said you had a, a fridge-sized device that you shrank down to fit in a what's a borehole device then, basically? Yes, exactly, and that was the technology uh, technological challenge, and uh, that is why we couldn't simply do it, but had to set uh, up a, a development program that we needed funding for, and uh, gladly uh, we we could convince the European Union that this is a worthwhile endeavor and uh, we we can reasonably be expected to deliver upon it and got the grant so we could do uh, the uh, development. Uh, some parts are easy to shrink. You can just buy smaller components off the shelf. For some uh, components, it was uh, quite uh, the act to develop it ourselves so it finally fits in there and uh, like if if the borehole is uh, 50 millimeters uh, your uh, borehole probe cannot be uh, bigger there is just uh, no no way to to cheat and uh, you even need some buffer because it won't uh, go uh, in there perfectly straight so two millimeters of uh, uh, margin you'll you'll need and then it just has to fit in there amazing amazing well thank you so much michael for for coming into the tech captains podcast today we appreciate as gareth said you are our first international guest um so thank you so much for for making that step as for the, the listeners, this podcast is recorded before we, we started publishing the series uh, as the, the first few episodes. So thank you for trusting us. Yeah, thanks, Michael. And uh, good luck with your new probe. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And good luck with the podcast. Uh, I'll be checking into the other episodes. Thank you. Bye-bye.